Geek Card presents Back Issue Bloodbath with your hosts Andrew Young and Petula Neal. When you really need a gun, you call the honey. Welcome to Back Issue Bloodbath. I'm Andrew Young. I'm Petula Neal. And this week we're taking a little trip down the Noir path with some hard case crime comics from Titan Comics, Gun Honey. A miniseries that came out last year, in the fall of last year, and is now available in trade paperback, written by Charles Ardai, with art by Ong Hor Kang, and it is quite the racy book. Let's just put it that way, right from the start. I mean, it's no more racy than the Paul Miotti stuff we love. True, true. It's just... Like, we'll get into it later, but there was just, there to me, it was sort of like where it starts and where it ends, there's quite a ramping up in the issues, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So, listeners, if you like it when I go all pervert, this title's for you. <laughs> yes. There you go. That's exactly it. But for people that want a little bit more information than, hey, it's noir and kind of pervy, the weapon you need, where you need it, when you need it, she'll get it. When a gun's smuggled into a high security of prison leads to the escape of a brutal criminal, weapons smuggler Joanna Tan is enlisted by the U.S. government to find the man she set loose and bring him down. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. It's a lot of sexy people doing scandalous things and some not-so-sexy people doing murderous things. So, Petula, I know that in your trips to the comic shop, this title caught your eye. Yeah, a couple of things on the cover of the first issue caught my eye. Here's the thing, listener. If you were to look at this comic book, there's a bunch of different alt covers. And actually, the collection, they've gone for more of a, I'm going to say, classic noir kind of energy. The individual like first issue that I got last year when I went on my little rampage of I'm buying physical again all the physical and I saw this little sweetheart and it was just this woman on a beach in a blue bathing suit that like you find very early in the first issue is not just form-fitting but functional she's just got the most magnificent pair of breasts i've seen on the cover of a comic book in a long time and here i'll tell you why the bathing suit looks like it's been worn before it looks like it's a little stretched it looks like the straps are much like for an actual human woman who has to consider hey i might want that surgery where it's not like putting in other things, but it's actually, they just sort of take the muscle around the sort of front of your shoulder area and do a little sort of lift and pinch. I think it's called an internal bra lift or something Okay. where they just sort of like give them a little poke. I feel like that's what this bathing suit needs. Like this bathing suit is like, it's got four more wears before any sort of like a wave situation would knock it over. They're hanging. The body is great, but it's also like it's seen things and it's got a little more movement. This isn't giving me the perfection of a Dick Grayson looking coquettishly over his shoulder at his perfectly sculpted like butt globes. This isn't giving me any sort of like normal kind of superhero in spandex, but it is visually just as titillating. But even just the way she's sort of leaning up on this sandy blanket, like I know she's up to something. Like the cover is telling me a lot. Yes, did the boobs draw me in? But I stayed for what was happening after she straightened up and sort of shook the sand off herself and uh, got going. And we also find out again later that this this fantastic bathing suit that really is doing the Lord's work 
So functional. So functional. Yeah, no, yeah. it serves a purpose, definitely. But uh, hiding in plain sight, really, the function of this uh, bathing suit. Yeah, yeah, the type of look you were describing, though, is very noir. Classic noir is curvy. It's mysterious. It's seen some shit. And it's interesting to see a book that it's from the perspective of the femme fatale character. And this time, the femme fatale is also the detective in a way. Yeah. And it was also the person who has to figure out the mystery. And it's proof throughout this entire story that she's the only one who can figure out the mystery because freaking the government's following her lead. They're like, what is she doing? Let's follow her sort of thing. They don't got a fucking clue. So it is a very much a celebration of the noir spirit in just that one picture that you're speaking of. Like the cover that you're talking about, the alternate cover is actually, I think about this, the third page of the book. It's a splash page. A rich millionaire who's into some shady deals is on his boat and he's checking out the beach and he sees the mysterious woman says, I want her on my boat. Go invite her on my boat. And so people come and they invite her on the boat. She gets on the boat. At the same time, this same millionaire who's into some seedy stuff also has on his boat someone who owes him money or double crossed him or something. Someone that he plans to make a example out of. But it turns out these two people being on the boat is not just some chance encounter. She's there to place an item and the guy who is supposed to be made an example of is there to pick it up. And what ensues after that is none of her business. Joanna Tan is not there to find out what happens after she places a gun somewhere. She just needs to know I got paid. The gun's where it's supposed to be. I'm out. And that's what she does. And that's a pretty good life for a job, you know, to be able to just come in and be like the guy before. It's kind of like the reverse version of Drive, you know, where yeah. he's like, I show up at this, the 10 minute window at the end of what you're doing to drive you away. She's yeah. there at like the 10 minute window before you need the gun. That's basically it. Or maybe before that, maybe she plants it even before that, but she uses her feminine wiles, her, her cunning, her abilities to get her into the places to put the weapon where it's needed. And that makes her and herself the most valuable weapon in all of these affairs. And if that was her life, they, like things went on smoothly, that would be, that would actually be a fun little like thing to watch. But it's even more interesting because she places the gun in a place where she shouldn't have and ends up, well, it's not really her fault, but the person she placed the gun there for, well, they weren't as good as they thought they were. And the guy they were planning to kill took said weapon off him, broke out of prison, killed a bunch of guards went and killed the people that hired her and this person also happens to know who she is so while she might be worried for her own life she's also now a target by the government who want to find out where this cold-blooded killer who has so much scar tissue that they don't actually have an identity in the books for who he is right there that's a exciting setup for a book to be like okay this guy who you don't know they know who you are you don't know who they are they're out there because of you and your life could be in danger and the government is using you you as a weapon and at some points as bait to try to track down who this person is because they don't have a fucking clue. So you're dealing with an inept uh, government agents and a homicidal maniac. That's a great place to be. Like, I imagine if that was stuck in the middle with you, like that would be a much different song. I don't know if the guy's inept so much. It's just distracted by his assignment. Okay. But no, his boss, yeah. his boss yeah. who calls herself, you know, like she's like 
She's the, the burrow big, bitch. Yeah. The burrow bitch where she's like, I'm tough, I'm bad, and everything like that. But she literally has no answers. All she has is a gruff exterior, and that's it. I feel like she had it back in the day, though. And yeah, just... yeah, no, she's slipped now. She's let it yeah. all slide. Yeah. She's worked on reputation. Yeah. And, and that happens. You know? And I'm sorry, haircut? He might be distracted, but he's also not the best freaking agent out there. He's not that good. I mean, here's the thing. Listen, friends, there's a whole section of this adventure where our agent friend has to wait respectfully outside the woman's uh, part of a sauna bath situation. Uh, then some thugs run up on it. He has to bust in. Uh, we see our lead character, Joanna, who has managed to hide out by holding her breath in a tub full of other naked women. Yeah. You know what? It did kind of make me miss body blitz. I had a friend who was like, hey, maybe we should do a spa get away and for like a hot second pun intended i guess i was like yeah maybe and then i was like what no people soup after <laughs> after the panini like under things that listener i'm like not cool with anymore number one still being blowing up birthday candles uh, getting him like a hot people soup before we're like fully out of this thing just seems like not cool anyway point is she like is just wet dripping and naked and not the only time in this book where she's those yeah things. but like this man has to like try to keep his mind on task he's in a room just full of them things thing and hers are thing and like arguably the best throughout this whole yeah. adventure i'm mad at him for like occasionally perhaps losing the plot and getting distracted if anything i'm impressed that he keeps catching up with her because he probably loses track of her when he's you know taking time to loosen up things in the pants a little bit yeah get things get things back to normal it's like what were you doing when you lost her (laughs) let me tell you about the sauna (laughs) lady boss um I needed a moment to compose myself and mop myself up, and then she was gone again. But I'll, I'll catch up. Yeah. Now, yeah. there's a little bit of cheesecake to this book in the presentation of it that, to me, I kind of find comical. Like, again, this is a this is a story that, of course, there's going to be some sexual elements. There's going to be some nudity. And in the first couple issues, it's like, okay, the nudity's there. But when we get to the fourth issue, I just started laughing. Is that we, where the, we have the gimp hood and the have, nipple yes, there, clamps? There's the gimp hood and the nipple clamps. That's the disguise. Yeah. She chooses to get into the pleasure center, but that's not the only, and that's not the only point in the book because right there, that's one of the big climaxes of them. Yes, I use climax specifically. It's one of the big climaxes of the story because they're tracking down the actual killer or the act, yeah, the actual killer connected to her family and things like that. Like a lot of like big plot points are being dropped at this point, and I'm like, okay, the place they were trying to break into that makes sense. But then the final resolution of the story. We Sidebar, have our- as they are breaking out and escaping on a speedboat, she just puts on a shirt and doesn't button it. Like, yeah, yeah. And again, so agent guy is just with her as this is going on. He barely flinches as she blows up a whole island behind them. And I am mad at it. She's wearing <laughs> like briefs and an unbuttoned shirt. I, this, this poor dude, like, what okay. a tough, he's so but, respectful all the way through. I love that for him. But now when we get to the wrap of the story, our two leads, Joanna, and haircut. I can't remember his name, so I just call him haircut. Uh, the two of them finally have like their big resolution at the end, like the what's what was the meaning of this story type moment. And he goes to where she is, and she sneaks up behind him, holds a gun to his head, and they have a talk. Why is she topless for that scene? That's the thing I want to know. It's like all the other scenes. It's like, okay, within the story, the context of the story, that makes sense in some way. But the final scene, she's topless. 
and I don't know why. <laughs> She's sunbathing in Corsica. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's we know fair. our girl doesn't have tan lines. We've seen the whole situation all the way through. That's true. It's just to me, it was just... To me, it was kind of funny that even the final scene, she's naked. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I get it. For most of this book, I felt like, okay, well, that fits with the context of the story. But then that last scene, it's like, okay, she just happens to be sunbathing at this point. I thought it was also very practical because I would still, if I was her, be wondering. So often in, if this was like a show or a movie, that last scene where the person catches up and it's all wet and hot and erotic. Yeah, I'm thinking about Point Break. The officer's there to arrest them. But if I were her, I would want to make sure he doesn't have any wires on. What better way to entice the person who's sneaking up on you for reasons you don't 100% know yet if you're already half naked and you're like, hey, let's go for a swim. So you get them naked. You're solving two problems. There First problem, make sure if they have a wire, it's in the pile of clothes that's on the beach. Uh, second problem, if they are there to do any sort of like kind of carceral things with you, You've disincentivized them by taking them into your natural environment, water, because this woman loves to be naked in water, (laughs) (laughs) to do the thing you're second best at after sneaking guts into places. Yeah. Oh, man. See, like, here's the thing, listeners. We read this story, and this story does have character development, and there is a motive, and there is, like, a classic kind of, like, person done wrong type story in there. Interesting setup and all that. It just Great also, by representation as well. There uh, you go. It just it has all those things. It just also happens to have a lot of sexiness, and it's hard for us to... It is Yes, once again, I used, it's hard. It's hard for us to immediately look past that because the sexiness is pretty much out on front street it would be easier to count the panels where she's wearing a shirt that's right that's right it's very distracting and that i guess because of that we're kind of seeing how joanna tan is able to do half the things she does is that she's always one step ahead of all the people she's dealing with because she's distracting the hell out of them it's also it's a really good story oh no it's a really that's what i'm saying it's a really good story it's just the sexiness is first and foremost so i just wanted to talk about the sexiness first because i'm like Wow, that is one sexy book. It's sexy and violent. It has my favorite things. Like, (laughs) here's, you know, I just recently watched a very commercial film that had a lot of violence, but almost no skin at all, that arguably could have had a different rating than what it had based on some of the violence and some of the scenes. Mm Mm-hmm. This, I was thinking the whole time I would love to see live action of this, but it could only be HBO just because of the amount of them saying, saying, like, because the violence in this, it's actually more kind of sad, horrible violence in the flashback. Yeah. Okay. The prison breakout, 29 bodies. Was that the count? Not great, but they're for people who believe in our, or America's carceral system. They're already in prison, probably if they were of color, maybe not entirely guilty, but that's neither here nor there. Point is, the violence in here is not that grisly and graphic because, again, this whole character's thing is you hear the shot in the background, you hear the report on the news yeah, afterwards, it's more you don't Im- see the whole... Exactly. It's more implied violence than visual violence. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the fact that she constantly uses her other attributes, often just to distract or because, hey, she's an attractive person who has needs and enjoys like indulging in them and if she can mix work and pleasure why not if you love what you do is it really work when she gets the pass from the other prison guard what a great activity for her to have to plan if she's looking at the list of prison guards like oh there's a brunette banging body fantastic (laughs) 
I'll just meet her at the club. Like, and there were so many surprises. Like I thought, oh, she's actually just going to blow off some steam before th- the next job. It's like, oh no, this is the next job. But she's yeah. like, yeah, two things could be true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely finding pleasure in your work is important. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, there's that that is a splash page. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Yes it's it is. It's a splash page. Yeah. yeah. That I feel like that is a page where I was like, okay, so we're doing this. That's where it went sort of like full palmiotti for me kind of with right. like, okay, so this is very adult would not recommend necessarily to people who maybe even other comic book reader friends who have little ones at home. I mean, depending on, you know, the gender of your partner and how your child was produced it's not like boobs are new to them but yeah yeah depending on how puritanical your values are this might not be like a book you'd want around the house or it might be a book you want around the house yeah it's like hey remember these not just for food fun too yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know too many parents who actually uh no no one see it that way no definitely not no yeah Oh my God! But uh, but yeah, when when you get past all that, you do have a character who is she's got a uh, a backstory that's filled with the right amount of trauma and. Uh, I want an HBO Unlimited series about this person, and they are going to do another series like yeah. They, yeah, much like a lot of hard case crime comics and the hard case crime novels released through Titan, they're usually part of a series. So this mini series, there's other mini series planned. This is just the first one, and Joanna Tan is a character that you can have a lot of mileage with because of the fact that you can place her in any situation where a crime can happen. So that makes it, you know, so easy to come up with a new story. Like in the first issue, she places a gun in a toilet tank, you know, very similar to like uh, the Godfather. Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's other times where she places guns in places where you would never think that she'd be able to get away with placing a gun there, including one part of the climax of this story. It's like, wow, how'd she get the gun in there? You know, and it's uh, it's 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 almost like she's like a magician in that way. She's got the sleight of hand down to a T. Yeah. Yeah. There's some prestige level stuff going on here. This is again, this is a compelling story, but it's compelling character study as well to see this character. Because like at first, it's like halfway through the book, you're like, this person is all kind of style. The clips in their armor are not visible to the naked eye. And then you see you get the you know, you get more intense on the backstory and find out what's happened to her. And you're like, oh, no, this is a torture. So this is a true noir character this is a tortured soul who's going through it and this is their way of living because just like every other character in a good noir story they don't live in regular society they live in a society that is outside that is an outcast to what the real world is yeah that's deep i just like looking at the pictures i know you just like looking at the pictures Did I well, also let's did talk like... more about the pictures then. Yeah. Ong Hor Kang, yeah. he's got a very good take on the, the female form and the male form too, uh, but there's a lot more female form in this book. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, we get we get a lot of um, not clothed, scarred by, we find out later why, something villain dude as well. Yeah, now he's, yeah, and that's, that's the thing. Like you look at the attractiveness of this book and the pretty pictures in this book, and then you look at him and you're like, wow, there's a range to it because this looks grotesque to have because mm-hmm. some artists that when they try to draw grotesque it just looks pretty you know like if you go back in the day if John Romita Sr. was to draw a mangled face it would still end up looking like a romance book you know whereas this has the range of like really attractive enticing characters and then grotesque vile looking characters within the same book and there's enough of a difference between them in the art style and the sort of we start off on a beach and a yacht and it's fun and then there's a lot of sort of dark you know children running through through alleys and shady 
characters. So the look and feel as you move throughout the book or throughout our lead characters' memories also keeps you always guessing about who's the bad person, the bad actors, what's going on. Like we would think coming in, okay, this is just uh, antagonist, protagonist, but there's layers on top of layers. And ultimately it does one of the things i enjoy the most is like you finish off if not completely rooting for a character who very is very morally gray uh you realize that not everybody operates within a world of even sort of good or bad or gray or whatever it's just depending on circumstances you just have to do what you have to do and that is a true noir tale right there yeah there are protagonists but there are no heroes yeah. There's no heroes and villains in a story, just people who are lost and people who have been lost forever. And Joanna Tan is somebody that technically, if you look at her, she's lost, but there still might be a chance for her. And that's always when you look at your noir protagonist, there's always that glimmer of hope like, you know what, if this character just did this, they'd actually have a good life. But because it's a noir story, they never do that one thing. But they have the hope and the possibility to do it, which makes them the lighter shade of gray in a world of darkness. Yeah, there's people who get the gun and there's people who get got, and that's pretty much it. That's right, that's right. So yeah, overall, I really dug this story, and I, the first trade is available now through Titan Comics, through Hard Case Crime. It is a really compelling story. But if you're somebody that doesn't like, you know, the sexiness in your comics, and there's some people who are that way, and that's fine, may steer clear. But if you like the sexiness in your comics, that's an added bonus to a great story. And also, if you pick up the collection, there's a great story about how the book got its name. So check that out. There's also some other stories you may end up reading out of that based on the friend of the writer. And I think I didn't appreciate this one enough when I first picked up the individual issue. I'd almost recommend just getting the collection instead of the individuals because it does really build. Yeah, Yeah, it does. It does. So definitely check it out. Get it at your local comic shop or wherever you get comics. We've come to the end of another episode of Back Issue Bub Bat Petula. Tell the good people where they can find you. At Inotiff.com, on Twitter at Obesakantawit, O-B-E-S-A-C-A-N-T-A-V-I-T, and here with you. And of course, you can find everything I do over at GeekHardShow.com. Follow me on Twitter at GeekHard. Follow this very show on Facebook at Back Issue Bub Bath, where we post the new episode every week. But of course, the easiest way to make sure that you don't miss an episode so just subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice, be it the iTunes, the Apple Podcasts, the Google Podcasts, Stitcher, the TuneIn, the Spotify, wherever you catch your pods. And please, while you're there, why don't you leave a five-star rating and review because it helps us out. You think it doesn't, but it does. It helps us out because then more people find out about us and the, the whole algorithms and all that. They, uh, they recommend us to more people and all that sort of stuff. Why do they do it? I don't know. But uh, definitely help us out that way. This has been Back Issue Bloodbath. I've been Andrew Young. I've been Petula Neal. Have yourself a good...